welcome to the Diabolical Film Show, a podcast about old films, new films, and the people who make them. My name is Ash, and with me I have my old mate, Richie. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Well, Halloween has ended, and here we are talking about... Halloween! Segway alert. Now, normally, uh, we wouldn't normally do a uh, spooky indeed, yeah. We wouldn't normally do two horror films back-to-back. But why are we doing? Why have we chosen to do Halloween Ends this time? Well, as Darth Vader would say, the hate is strong with this one. Yeah, there's a big fucking shitstorm going online about Halloween Ends, and a lot of people mm. seem to hate it. They do, they do. So we're not just going to talk about Halloween Ends. We're, what we're going to do, we're going to talk about well, the trilogy. I think it would be better. But we, I think we, we can't talk about the trilogy, the recent trilogy of films without talking about. The original film, Halloween. Halloween. Now, before people get a bit confused, Richie, do you want to kind of give a bit of a <laughs> bit of a breakdown? Break this <laughs> shit down for them, Richie. Okay. Because there's multiple timelines going on Radio. here. So, in 1978, John Carpenter gave us a little film called Halloween, introducing us to a, a lovely misunderstood character by the name of Michael Myers. So, that was in 1978. So, in 1981... Halloween 2 came on the scene. It's no secret that this was just a cash grab by John Carpenter. Wasn't really bothered about make, you know, he threw together a story and off it went. So people like it, some people don't. Yeah. It's crap. That was <laughs> bloody awful is what it is. No, that was I in... rewatched it. It was awful. In 1981. So then after Halloween 2 you get Halloween 3 season of the witch, but that's like a it's a non Michael Myers' story, so we'll just push that off to one side and forget that ever happened. Halloween 4 came in 1988. This is now, we're into what they call the Thorn Trilogy. It sort of like carries on from Halloween 2, where they introduce the the cult element of Michael Myers. And that carries on into Halloween 5 in 1989 and Halloween uh, The Curse of Michael Myers in 1995. Now we rewind back to Halloween 2. There's an offshoot, the which is known as the Laurie Strode timeline. Halloween H2O, Wet Halloween. I have seen that. I don't remember it being terrible, but it wasn't brilliant, yeah. I don't think. Nothing stood out from it, so, from what I can remember. So that was in 1998, and they did another one, Halloween Resurrection, in 2002. So that's the Laurie Strode timeline. Back to 2007. Now, Rob Zombie, you may or may not know of this particular chap, he trundled off and he did two Halloween films. Halloween and Halloween 2, not to be confused with the original Halloween Halloween 2. Halloween was in 2007. Halloween 2 is 2009. So there's many films, many different timelines, but we're going to be talking about Halloween 78, Halloween 2018, Halloween kills and Halloween ends. We are indeed. So there you go. And shall, shall I start with Halloween then? Halloween. Do it. The original. Yeah. Let's do it. Do it. Um, so the original one, like like Richie said, 1978, uh, directed by John Carpenter, written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, uh, and starred Donald Pleasance. Now everyone's going to say, oh, it starred Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, it actually introduced Jamie, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis, Curtis. Indeed. But it starred Donald Pleasance. And then you've got multiple people actually playing The Shape or Michael Myers. You've got a young Michael Myers, um, Will Sandin, 
Then you've got Tony Moran for the 23-year-old. Um, and then you've got the shape himself, Nick Castle. Um, so you've got multiple people playing him in, in that film. Uh, so what happened? what happens in that film? Well, essentially, the young Michael Myers kills his sister. He's born, isn't he, really? He's appear, he, bec- he becomes himself. He becomes his own man. There you go. Yeah, okay. That's, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> or he's a complete, utter fucking psycho, and he kills his sister, um, <laughs> basically. And then he gets he gets caught, put away for many, many, many years, then escapes, and then essentially he's just trying to get out. He wants to go home like E.T. Just happens to kill everybody pretty much on the way home. And then stalks uh, Jamie Lee Curtis for a little bit. And that's pretty much that's pretty much the, the plot of that film. But he did introduce it did introduce or make popular popular. Yeah, I think make popular, I think, yeah. Yeah, before before all the internet voices kind of shout at me, it popularised the mm. slasher genre essentially. Indeed. Now the, th- the but I think the thing that kind of kicked this film above the rest was, I think the start. I think the start the, really, because it starts off with a camera shot looking at looking outside inside, and the, mm. the boyfriend arrives. You know, where are you going with this? <laughs> boyfriend arrives, goes upstairs with the girl, and then you got the camera shot, and then. Instead of it kind of just cutting to the people inside, it tracks around the side mm. of the house. And then you think, oh, it's not just a camera shot. It's actually it's someone's point of view. Yeah. And this this is what got people in this, I think. It, well, it got me. It was, it was very rare, wasn't it? It didn't, yeah. And it was well done. It was well set up. The the killer puts the mask on, grabs a knife, goes upstairs. The boyfriend runs down, quickest sex in, the, in ever. <laughs> Literally, by the time the kid... You don't know it's a kid. You don't know he's a kid at that point, no. no. But by the time the person, stroke kid, Michael Myers, has walked around the back of the house, put a mask on, grabbed a knife, the boyfriend's coming back downstairs, putting his top on. That is the shittiest sex. I would have dumped him after that if, if, I, if I was you, Michael you Myers' sister condition. anyway. Yeah. You don't know. It's, yes. But anyway, anyway, he then goes upstairs and and kill and kills his sister. Now the thing with that is as well, I think it's not just that you don't see any, you don't see much blood here. You don't see the knife going in. Everyone says, "Oh, it's horrific." You don't. It's a bit like Psycho. Mm. It's a bit like the the shower scene in Psycho. You see flashes of the knife. You see it against the skin and all that sort of stuff. And it might have even a been lot. a little bit of a nod to Psycho, I think. But Maybe. that, and then the killer goes downstairs. Some people arrive. You find out the the, the parents of the daughter of the daughter have just been killed. The camera pulls back, and then you see it's the kid, yeah. and then you see it's young Michael Myers. We've already said and it is, it. but that was the setup, and I think that pulled people in. Like, oh my god, what the hell! And then he went on on his killing spree when he escapes later on. And there's loads of little bits in the, in this film, but I still think it stands up today. I still I still think it's a good it's a good. Yeah spooky film trying to find someone who's never seen it i'd love to find someone who's never seen this film and watch them watch it in fact pat pending i'm sure someone's on the internet has already done that and it's, it's really yeah just <sighs> shoot me in your head now watching people watching stuff no no but watching people watching your horror films your films not not watching watching crappy telly but watching films <laughs> that you've never seen before you know yeah. what I mean? That that yeah, just, would be just good. to get just... that initial reaction. Yes, it's, yes, definitely. Yeah, um, but why? Why do you think it's still still scary? I mean, for me, I think 
Because initially in this film, you don't see him for a long time. You, when he comes back, when he comes back as Michael and he, he gets the mask from the hardware store and what have you, you, you see him from it. Well, you don't know he's got a mask initially. You keep seeing him at a distance and all you see is this kind of weird white face and you're trying to work out is that the mask or is that his real face? Is he just really fucked up? Mm. Um, and then it's only late, really later on in the film that you see it is a mask. Now, on the big screen, now I've rewatched this obviously on my TV, which is reasonably large, but it's on the big screen, I'm sure it might be a little bit obvious. But it was, you always see him at the distance. He's always stalking. He stalks for a long, long time. And I think it's that distance, I think, that gives and it I, creepy. I like the music as well. The music yeah, I mean, plays. A good part in this. John Carpenter did the music for this one. He did indeed, yeah. And, and an absolute iconic theme. Yeah. Very, very simple piano. But I believe it's a bugger to play. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's a piano. You need to use both hands really but, hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. It it just lends its... It's it's slow, it's stalky, it's, it's just... It is just a perfect... Slasher film, if there is such a thing, you know, if you you would bestow that terminology upon a film, it would be this one. Yeah, definitely. You know? Um, it, it it is just very well done. It, it's it's the right length. It's, it doesn't overstay yeah. its welcome. Um, the cinematographer. I'm going to mention the cinematographer in this as well, um, essentially because it's really good. That first scene, especially. Um, it's mm. it's the cinematography. In this is very very good, especially for a low budget film. The director of photography was Dean Cundey. Now, Dean Cundy is a bit of a star. Now, obviously, this is really early on in his career. I'm just going to mention a few things, okay? There are hundreds. He, this man has done a lot of stuff. But he obviously did Halloween. He did The Fog and Escape from New York. So he, he went on to work with um, Carpenter quite a few times. Yeah. He also did The Thing, which is another amazingly shot horror film, possibly the best monster film out there. But he also did, went on to do Back to the Future, Roadhouse, Back to the Future 2 and 3. Roadhouse? Oh, yeah. Roadhouse, Death House Becomes Road. a... I'm not even going to go through all these, but <laughs> then he went on to do Apollo 13, he did um, Jurassic Park, and the Pierce the Resistance, Garfield. <laughs> He's done, he's done. He's done absolute shit. Does and he's still he's still going today. He's still going today. Yeah. So um, yeah, an absolute absolute complete legend. Ledge. Yeah. Um, and got got him early on in his career. Dean Cundy. What what a, what a dude. So that's that's kind of Halloween. And the, another thing we, we mentioned the thing there very briefly on the TV. Now I, I I do wonder this on the TV when you see the babysitter scene uh, with, with Laurie. Oh, Strode. we're talking Halloween now, right? Okay. Halloween, still Halloween, still right, Halloween. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're watching the 1951 version of the thing from another world from um, Christian Nyby and Howard Hawks. Yeah. Did he know? Did he know he was going to do the thing at that point? Yeah. I don't I know. Mean, I'd, I, I'd rather be watching Static than watching that film. Yeah, but all, all the key moments. I know. I know, but... That is where the, the sequel is better. Yeah, of much. Well, it's not remake. The remake, sorry. It's not a sequel. It's a remake. Much, um, is much better, better. By a long way. Yes. But, um, by a country but mile. But still, that's really... Halloween. That's Halloween. 1978 brought the slasher genre to the masses. Halloween 2018 then. Halloween 2018. They, they thought they wow. could do something different. Yeah. So it's 40 years later. 40 years on from Halloween. There's been many Halloween films in between times. And, 
you may have thought it's fallen by the wayside a little bit, you know, because you've got your Friday the 13th and your Hellraisers. They came and went and all these other horror icons. Hellraiser came back again, not recently. Yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll touch on that yeah, we'll, later. That's a later podcast, mate. So, Halloween 2018, uh, directed by uh, David Gordon Green. I, I saw this at the cinema and uh, I thought, why am I uh, in the cinema watching a Halloween film? Because it's, I think well, like we've been brought up over the last 20 odd years that you only go to the cinema to watch tentpole films, you know, your Marvels and your Avatars and anything with James Cameron tacked on the end of it. You have to see it at the cinema. Avatar or Fern Gully or whatever. Avatar, whatever yes. It was, yeah. okay. But I thought, no, because back in the day, back in the 80s, back in the 70s, if you wanted to see a film, you went to the pictures. That was it. So I thought, you know what? I'm off the pictures. I'm going to see Halloween. There we go. So I did. And uh, well, done, well done, mate. Thank you you very took much. yourself off. <laughs> Give yourself a little bit of a treat, didn't you, mate? That's what it was. <laughs> and I sat there. He worked hard, you know. And I, I thought, I'll have a treat. With my wine I'm going to go to the pictures. I went to the pictures, what, yes. So what they called it back in the olden days. And uh, yeah, it reintroduces us to the characters. Now, obviously, the, they've all moved on. Michael's in, he's, he, he's in a mental facility. Laurie's older. She's got, she has a daughter. Her daughter has a daughter. So that makes her grandmother. Ta-da! You are, you are fucking genius. I know. You are, I'm you? on it tonight, aren't I? You're knocking it out of the park tonight. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> oh, dear. So Michael's been transported from one, one facility to another. And bugger me, he escapes. Shock horror. And... There he goes again. So he's he tries to go home again. He's just on his way home. It is a bit of a remake it of is. the first one, but there are some twists and turns in this. It is. It, it, it does it's not it always does all the same. Twists and turns, but yeah, it's almost like it's the Halloween film that we didn't know we wanted, but we got anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You've been trying to get that in for since how long? <laughs> It's kind of true, though. But in the first film, he was stalking um, Laurie Strode, where in this film, he isn't, is he? Yes, because what they did was they retconned, they they wiped out Halloween 2. So any references that all the other films... Halloween 2, 3, 4, 5, 6... Everything else that she's his sister, no. It was a bollocks decision. No, 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 no. I mean, I wish that they kept it, to be fair. Because it, it what it, get out? No, no, it just gives it that what little a... bit of yeah. No, it doesn't. Ignore it's the, all that. It's the most contrived story. I, ignore all the what all rubbish. the the um the cult elements. But yeah, the cult elements are better storyline. No, it's bloody. Not. Oh, he's his sister. No, it's anyway. not his sister. It's just a random just, stranger. That's what makes it scary. Just kept it, you know, or make make him a distant cousin or something. But in the, in this one, they do something that. We've we've mentioned in our, in our previous podcast that other films don't do a lot of killing kids. They're scared to kill kids. Yeah. Frankenstein killed the kid yeah. way back in See, way back in the day, but now yeah, Carpenter he he he's got history with killing kids, hasn't he? But, I mean, you might have to explain that, mate, before we get sued. <laughs> Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Girl in the um, who goes to the ice cream van gets the the wrong ice cream, goes back, bang. Shot in the chest. Shouldn't have gone back. Just eat your ice cream. Exactly. You got ice cream. Jog on, kitty. So, yeah. Not afraid to pull punches there and uh, kills your children. Yeah, but it's the couple that come across. Um, there's a father and son driving down the road. They come across 
the the bus transporting Michael Myers and, and his doctor, actually, and a bunch of other patients that has gone off the road, shock horror. You don't really know why. You can probably guess, but you don't really know why it's gone off the road. And all these people wandering around in white gowns, aren't they? And uh... the, the kid then goes out of the car to look for his dad because his dad goes to help. Kid stays in the car. He goes out, shoots the doctor because the doctor startled him by accident. Yeah. <laughs> Runs back to the car, <laughs> and then you get then you get the classic. Oh, the the inside of the car's all misted up. Warning! And you know that that's a class. That's, that's a classic a, that, Halloween. That's a clue theme. Stay away from um, the car. And then Michael Myers basically strangles and breaks yeah. his neck, which you see on camera, which um you know doesn't happen that no. often. Um, no, it doesn't. In, in no. horror films, no. But then the Doctor has a key role in this as well, doesn't he? Because Michael Myers, like we said, is just trying to get home. Yeah. But so it's the, the Doctor. doctor Takes him home. <laughs> he, t- he does it. He takes it. He takes him to Laurie Strode, doesn't he? Strode, Strode, Strode. Call the whole thing off. A few things in this one though, because this got reasonably well received. Some I of the enjoyed other, obviously, it. I really did. I, I enjoyed it too. Yeah. Shock horror. We both agree that we liked the mm. film. IMDb gave it six point five, which I think is a bit harsh. Um, but Rotten Tomatoes critics seventy nine, audience seventy one. I think that's, that's fair. Not bad, yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's a fair account. That's not bad. It's a it's a decent film, and I a few things in this film I quite like though. It was shot. It it was shot well. It was written really well. The dialogue is very naturalistic in this. It's really natural. They're not just talking about plot, moving the plot yeah. on, and, you know, and that sort of thing. They're at, it's just general. Some of it is just general chit chat. That's 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 hard to write. That it is. It's hard to write natural as we know. Yeah, this is going really well. Um, it's the, it's not just that forced yeah. dialogue that Quentin Tarantino writes. In this, it is really natural. It's just really natural chit chat that you'd get any kind of get anywhere. And I, and I think it, it does it really really well. And he sets up some cracking characters. What they say with the dialogue kind of tells you a lot about the characters themselves in just a few lines. I mean, would... But I want to I want to pull a couple out and that. I think it really? was Vicky, the babysitter. Thank, thank God, uh, folks, you can't see this on. on... <laughs> it's audio only. <laughs> no, we're not going there. Um, and pull, pull Vicky out and um, Julian, the the little kid that she's babysitting. So Vicky is played by Virginia Garner and um, Gibriel Nantambau. Oh dear, Nan. Tambo, now Tambo. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I apologise for butchering your name, buddy. Um, well done. But they're the kid, the kid and the babysitter. Their dialogue really natural, and it's just really nice. It's like a really sweet moment in the film, and it's just really, really good. And then he appears at appears at the house, and this house has been is on kind of lockdown. I mean, trapped, Laurie Strode this... in this. She's she's suffering. She's turned it into a fortress, and there's some PTSD go, going on there, isn't there? Yeah, from the from the initial attacks from in the initial film all the way through this. I mean, she's had a daughter, but she put a daughter kind of through weapons training yeah. and God knows what else. And the daughter had a really bad childhood because of it. They're kind of estranged a little bit now. Mm. She's like the recluse, isn't she, Larry Stroh, living in this kind of in the woods in this locked-up fortress with a kind of safe room underneath yeah. to kind of protect them, essentially, for when for when she he comes back. But the thing is, 
And I, I thought this was interesting as well. Laurie Strode, obviously, he, he stalks her in the first film, but in this film, he doesn't. He has no interest in Laurie Strode whatsoever, apart from when the Doctor drops her off there. I, don't, um, I think he doesn't know. He's totally unaware, because I, I don't think he cares. No, I, I agree. He, and that what's, that's what makes him even scarier mm. still. He's just a senseless killing machine, essentially, at the end of the mm. day. But then then you've got the bit where he does get to the house and he, he tries to kill them, obviously, because that's, that's, that's kind of what, what he, he does. does. Yeah. And I, I like the way they set this up. There's a good setup. Now, I'm going to say now, we, we, if you haven't seen Halloween already, well, why are you listening to this? You should have, you should have watched it years, years ago. You had a long time to watch this. But Halloween 2018 and the rest of them, we are going to spoil because we're going to talk about the endings of these films. And this is where they go down cowering in the, in, in the safe room. Laurie Strode has a fight with him. He knocks her off the roof and then does the classic looking back and she's disappeared. A bit of a nod back to the original yeah. one. Where, a role um, reversal, isn't where it? Where Loomis knock, shoots him and he goes off the roof, yeah. Michael Myers, and then he disappears. So it's a bit, a bit of a role reversal. But the daughter, um, Karen and Allison, played by Judy Greer, the great Judy Greer, absolutely love her. This is uh, Andy, I love this Andy Matchek. They're in, they're in, the, they've locked themselves in the safe room, and he's ripping, he's ripping the bloody furniture apart to get to them, isn't he? Yeah. And then she starts crying out, and she says, "Help us! Help!" Yeah. Calling for mum for help. Help us! Help us! Yeah. And then he, she knows he's coming, and it all goes quiet, and then she goes, "Sorry, I just can't I do can't it. Do, I can't I do it. Can't I can't do, do it." it. Yeah. And that's where Michael pounces and comes down the stairs, and then she just the, the daughter just looks at him. And she goes, "Gotcha!" Shoots him with a gut with a rifle. Yeah, and it's just set up. Yeah, it's just set up so well. He just like, "Oh, oh, hello, cheeky!" And then you bastard. There's a fight isn't <laughs> downstairs in the basement. Uh, Laurie comes back in again, and they manage to get past him up the stairs. And that's when you find out that the basement isn't. A safe hole. It's not a bolt hole. It's a trap yep. for Michael. Yeah, and, and they they lock him lock in, him in and, and they basically burn the fucking house down. They set fire to, and burn him to death to the entire house. Or do they? Mm. Now well, I had no idea that this was going to be a trilogy when I went in to watch the first one. I'm not 100 percent sure that they did either. If I'm completely yeah. honest, because the writers Jeff Friendly, Danny McBride, yes, that Danny McBride, and David Gordon Green. I'm not sure they even knew, and the director knew, because they, they brought in, different, I think, different lead writers, and then Danny McBride and David Gordon Green kind of helped out yeah. on the scripts later on as well. I think they were probably just seeing how well this one did, because essentially, he could be dead. I mean, they, Well, yeah, he's, he's burning. Although there, was, there, is an after, there is an after credits thing where you just say... <laughs> it's just well, like, he's getting really? Star Wars on. He's been watching Blue Velvet, what? Well, <laughs> so that's Halloween, yeah. We, yeah. It was, I it liked was good. It. it was good. The music was good. It was a good reintroduction to characters who we knew and loved. There we go. Put it in a bow. Off you pop. And then there was a few years, a couple of years, and then, well, actually, three years. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can do maths. <laughs> 2021. Clown shoes. Um, and you got Halloween kills. Now, this is where the voices online seem to take a little umbrage with what they did with the characters. Um, mm. And I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to be controversial here, <gasps> not for the sake of being controversial. Controversial. But I think this is the best in the series, bar one scene. I think it's the best in the series, out of the, out of the trilogy. I prefer the first one, but... 
that, that's fine. You, oh, thank I you. could agree with you, Richie, but then we'd both be wrong. <laughs> this is this is Halloween Kills 2021. It got a kick in IMDb, 5.5. Rotten Tomatoes, 38 for the reviewers, 66. Oh, my God. 38. So this is a squash tomato, everybody. But 66, but the, the actual... You know, paying oh my public. God. Wow, I didn't know. I didn't realize it was that low. Yeah, thirty-eight. Holy now, shit! Now this just just to kind of put people in the picture for this one. So Halloween Kills takes place right after, literally seconds after um, the first one ends. And, However, and that's a nod to the original Halloween Two, which kicks off exactly the same way. Yeah, and this this ends up in a hospital. Yeah. That one ends up in a hospital. Yeah. This one's played better. That one wasn't. Yeah. Um, but at the beginning of this, yeah, <laughs> at the beginning of this one, at the beginning of this one, they go back in time, um, and they they show they redo the ending of Halloween. Now in Halloween, in the original ending, he, he escapes and he buggers off. But in this one, he escapes, but then he gets caught, and they've reset all of yeah. this up. Yeah. The, the... They've just fleshed it out a little bit, haven't they? Because they had to catch him to put... Yeah, they, yeah, they fleshed it out a bit. And you know what? I actually thought it was really yeah. good. Yeah. I thought they did it really, really well. And again, this lengths that they went to to recreate. And they recreated. They rebuilt the entire street. They didn't go back to the original location. They rebuilt it in a studio. Holy crap. Trees, real trees, sculpted the trees to look like the trees in the original films and built the houses, interior, Michael's house mainly, the interior. Um, the all the other houses are all facades. They actually rebuilt wow. the entire street. So that's in a studio. So that, Holy which is, crap. Which is pretty impressive. <laughs> they, rebuilt the, they rebuilt the mask, the original mask, obviously because there's loads of different incarnations of this bloody mask. But yeah. they rebuilt the, the mask and the guy that was tasked to do it Said he, he had to get the hair even right. So the, in the original film, the hair was stuck up in kind of certain ways, and they even went to that extent. And people were telling him, "Oh, you got a bit of hair stuck up at the end." He goes, "No, no, you can't flatten the hair." That's how it was, and so that's how, that's how they kept him. Now the now diabetics for this film, you need to be aware. There's so many Easter eggs in this film and homages. Oh. You'll end up you'll end up with a diabetic cobra with the amount of Easter eggs in yes. it. It's unbelievable in this film. Because they bring back some of the original cast as yeah, well. They do. Those yeah, that live. characters, yeah. There's nods, not just uh, um, Halloween, Halloween 2, but even Halloween 3, the the evil stepchild that nobody wants. The, the season of the season of the it's the. I love that film. I really do. I really do. And we'll we'll come on to this one in Halloween ends. But yeah, you've got the kids with the kids again with the silver shamrock masks. Now this threw me for a loop. You, you've got Loomis. Loomis is not just a distant voice. He appears when on the I bloody saw film. That, I thought, how have they done this? Because that it looks, it is him. I thought, doesn't sound like him. This, the voice wasn't good in this one for him, but it looks yeah. exactly I like him. I was like, now oh this, my, what the hell? And it, it, it was makeup, wasn't it? it? They had a guy who sort of like looked like him. Well, they, they, that, that was it. it was they, were, they were trying, they were trying to work out. How they were going to do it, and they thought, oh, we're going to have to go down the CGI route, or you know that route that uh, as, as they do, like in Gladiator, uh, deep with, fake uh, thing. Uh, they did, yeah, deep fake, deep fake the face. But then there was a guy building the set, <laughs> one of the set constructors, one of the woodwork guys, and he went, oh my god, he looks like Donald Pleasance. You're in the film. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy called Tom Jones. <laughs> 
not which is not Tom unusual. Jones. It's not unusual. It's not unusual. Yeah. Tom Jones. Then it is Tom Jones Jr. Actually, <laughs> Tom Jones Jr. But um, yeah, he looked exactly like him. But he did a little bit of prosthetics, minor prosthetics, mm. so in the nose and I think some cheek, I think cheek bits and bits and pieces. But he looked like him, and he does look like mm. him. And it's I was watching it, even even knowing that I was watching. I was like. Fuck me, that's good. Yeah. That, that I, I saw that really when he's at the bottom of the stairs. I'm like, bloody hell. And I know that that entire scene is not from some some rushes or whatever. They've actually shot that for that scene. Yeah. How have they done it? But so essentially, so you have the preamble and then essentially it takes place right after. So what happens is he escapes the house, obviously the burning house, obviously. So the fire, the fire people turn up. Fire the fire people. people. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking fire See, people. The pixies is that where and the, the fire fairies, people. They come in with the fa- <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. The fire uh, people. The fire people. <laughs> <laughs> that shocked me. Um, the firemen, the fire service, the first responders turn up. I'll, I'll, I'll turn into adult mode. Um, the first responders turn up. And essentially, Michael Myers escapes and absolutely butchers the lot of them. It's like he's doing stand-up, isn't he? And he slays the audience. Ba-dum-ba. We're just I'm just watching the tumbleweed here. Meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he absolutely... Now, now this, is, this is the first time these, this trilogy of films first got hate. This, this, I noticed, mm. I saw this, I remember reading this. People online, bleeding hearts online. Oh, yes. You can't kill first responders. You can't kill firemen. Can't kill oh, they're firemen. so brave. Oh, they're so brave, the firemen. Yeah. You can't kill firemen. That's disgusting. I am offended on your behalf. No, 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 no. You can't be offended on someone else's behalf. You, you can be offended, but you can't be offended on someone else's it, it, behalf. It's all right it to don't kill work kids. like that. You can kill police. Police, yeah. Doctors, they can get it. Nurses, yep. they can get it. But not firemen. Or fire, fire people. You can't what a load of bollocks. And quite frankly, the fire spot, the fire, the fire people, <laughs> the the, fi- the firemen, real firemen, responded in kind. They said, "Don't be so fucking ridiculous. We're proud to be finally killed by Michael Myers <laughs> in a film." So you can stick your fucking bleeding hearts and just enjoy the film for what it's, it is. It's so a essentially, he's character guys. Fictional characters, you know. Everyone gets a voice on the internet, but not everybody should. Not everyone probably included it. us. So, so they, so they, they get an absolute kick in. He escapes, um, but this is where I actually think this film's got some guts to do what it did. Where the first 2018, shall we just call it 2018, is all about PTSD, kind of loss of childhood and broken families and stuff. This is purely about mob mentality because they go after. Exactly. Yes. He realizes he's escaped. They do a number of different things. Yes. Um, they realize he's escaped and they go after him. And that mob mentality, mm. that revenge. And it, it sows the seed for what happens in Halloween Ends as well. You've got that, yeah, that germination of the, the mob mentality and it, how it evolves and it goes into the next film. Yeah, and the mob become te- technically become the monster in there. Yeah. Now, in, because of that, it shows how innocent people can get mistaken and killed. Yeah. Um, purely in the heightened kind of throng of what's going on at the time, and it's just you know, it's just absolutely. It's it's where they've they've tried to do something a little bit di- just di- dipping their toe into the let's do something different. Water. Let's yeah. Let's try something a bit left field, 
and let's see how it fares. Instead of him just coming home and killing people, blah, blah, but just watch the rest of them. If you want to watch that, watch the rest of them. But they're actually trying to do something different yeah. here. Make a point. And again, the writing, I think, in this is, is, is very, very good. A lot of naturalistic dialogue in this film. Again, and like I said, it is a different, different, slightly different writer with this one. you got Scott Teams as the writer in this one, and Danny McBride and David Gordon Green. Um, like I said, but you care recurring. about the characters, don't you? Because a, you do. a little bit of time is invested in them. Just a little bit. Well, that's all you need. Instead of it being, he's going to die. <laughs> and you instantly don't care. Oh, oh what? I really like that. Oh, hey, you can't, you can't kill yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, there's a, couple, there's a couple playing with a drone. I mean, that, out of the characters that they spend time with, they're the, probably the least that they spend time. But even then... The, the dialogue just shows the, the relationship that yeah. they've got and what in their life and what have you. And there is, a, there is a funny line. There is a funny line in that, which did make me laugh. Um, he says, there's a big guy outside wearing a hockey mask. We're, we're, we're mixing, <laughs> mixing franchises here. But that, that, I thought that was a quality line. A, a nice little nod to Friday the 13th. Uh, but that, I didn't remember that for the first time, but I, I re-watched it the other day and I thought, oh, yeah, that's quite funny. <laughs> And then later on, later on, you get the the original nurse in from the original film who gets dragged out the car. Didn't get killed, but she gets dragged out the car, or she escapes from the car. She again is in a car where Michael jumps on top, and this time he he does quite clear the killer. And again, they create characters in this, which you actually give a shit about, and you actually spend time with with some of them as well. The big um, John, little John yeah. characters, the the gay couple in in yeah. the house. They're yeah. such a lovely couple, such a love and brilliant acting, brilliant writing. Mm. Again, script people. This is this is what you can get when you've got a good script, and you get two great actors playing Big John and Little John, uh, Scott MacArthur, and Michael McDonald. Um, yeah, well done. How to empathise with two characters very quickly, um, and as as you mentioned, three kids dressed up like um, they are in Halloween three um, season of the witch. Yeah. Um, but most of this takes place in a hospital, and again they complain because Laurie Stroud is in, in the hospital, hospital. with a fucking big knife wound. Um, oh yeah, spoiler from the other film, she gets a big knife wound, and it's treated realistically because she can't do much. She's stuck in the hospital. She with tries to do a wound. bit, can't really do much. But again, with all this other stuff going on, it's it's more than Michael Myers, and in in some cases it's more than Laurie Stroud. It's about the whole town. This one. And yeah. the whole town coming together. And they brought back some of the characters from the original film as well. Those that lived, obviously. Um, not, <laughs> they haven't resurrected them. That would be another film altogether. Oh, yeah. Halloween 4, the seance. <laughs> I own that. That's mine. <laughs> yeah, you could have that. I don't think it's got... I think it's got a ghost of a chance at, 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 in the theatres. <laughs> hey! Mic drop, walk away. But again... They they eventually do capture Michael Myers, the mob mentality after after killing the wrong pe pe people. Um, they do he, person. They do. Yeah, capture you him. don't you don't like this this bit, do you? No, it's arse. I didn't it's, care for. I, I wasn't bothered it, either done, way. They did so much. They did so much but, good work. This the, the whole setup, the direction, the cinematography. It's the setup you don't. It like, is isn't the it? setup of this end. Now, the director, like I say, David mm. Gordon Green, as we mentioned, and the the DOP, the director of photography, through 
2018 kills and ends is Michael Simmons. And they work very well as a team. They, they do come as a bit of a double act. And, you know, they're bouncing off ideas off each other continuously, apparently. I'm, like, I know them. I've, I've watched the extras and stuff. It, it, it talks about it in there. But, and they do so much good work. It, it's mm. really inventive, some, some of the shots, and, you know, and it re really draws you yeah, into the action. Apart from the final fight scene. So Michael Myers, at the end of yeah. um, Halloween Kills, is surrounded by a bunch of people. It's about, I don't know, 30, 40 people. Probably about 30. 30 people. And then, essentially, he kills them all. Now, the way the way it's filmed, one at a time. you get kind of vignettes mm. of one person rushing in, and then he'll stab him, and the next person he'll club him, or something like this. And you just get them, these, these single sh kind of shots of him doing this. And you just think, you know, it's just, oh, yeah. come on. It would have been better. It would have been unbelievably epic if it was done in one, kind of a bit of a one-taker. Something like that, you know. A bit wide of a wide shot. shot and just have them charge him yeah. and just see, not maybe everyone at once because you wouldn't get near him, but you wouldn't be able to see anything. But, you know, have two or three at once and just have him, just show what a fucking monster he was. Now, in Rob Zombie's Halloween... Yeah, yeah. I can see your point with this. The, I can. Thinking are you saying that right? No, I didn't say that. No, I said I, I can see your point I'm of hearing, view. I'm taking it as, as I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put words in my mouth. Fuck off. <laughs> see, the thing is, the, Rob Zombie's Halloween, are, they're quite forgettable, really, because they don't bring anything to it. They, they over-explain everything, and they try and give him a bit more background. You don't need it. He's scary because he's just this faceless killing machine. That, I don't need to know his background and stuff like this. But the one thing that he did get right is Michael Myers in Rob Zombie's Halloween is an absolute brutal monster. He is yeah, vicious. He is and the violence in which he nice kills guy. people... Not, I mean, you get he stabs throughout all of them. Don't get me wrong, stabs people throughout. But the violence that he does it with, and the strength, mm. and he's a massive, towering guy. The guy is Rob Zombies. Um, he gets to play them, um, whose name I've got to hand. So I apologise. But um, it's that you could have had that at the end of this, and they didn't. And it all just kind yeah. of seemed like yeah. a bit of a wet fart. And then he kills. I mean, some of them obviously run away. He doesn't kill all of them. Some of them just do a runner. But then. He goes inside, back to the... He finally gets to the house. Laurie Strode's daughter's there. Back in the room. And he kills the daughter. For no reason whatsoever. Because it's never mentioned again, pretty much. It's never referred to in Halloween Ends. Mm. And I just feel, oh, what, what a waste. I mean, not just because Judy Greer's a great actor. It's just... I just don't get it. It just seemed to be a really weak ending. I, re I remember coming out of the cinema with this... We didn't go to the pictures. We went to the cinema to see this. Oh, well done. Yeah, you've grown up. I came out and I was like, oh, ooh, how are they going to move on from this? Because at this point, I knew it yeah, was a part of a trilogy. It reminded me, its I know it's a bit, bit of a leap, but like The Empire Strikes Back, where it, it ends, you're like, you've got like, half the town is dead. The other half are baying for his blood. He's killed the daughter and he's still in the house. And people are outside. And the thing is, he's beaten, stabbed, shot. Exactly. Um, yeah. Stabbed with a rake and God he's knows what. He's had the well. shit kicked out of him. So this obviously leads on to Halloween ends. <laughs> so 2022. Yeah. And One year later. Again, I went, 
I went to the cinema to did see you? this one as oh, well. Well done. By yourself? I did. I did. Like a big Thank boy. You. No. No, 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 no. No, my wife went with me Aww. to hold my hand. Now, when this one started, I knew the font straight away in that font before in Halloween 3. So my spidey sense started to tingle. I'm like, they're going to do something different here. This ain't going to be a straightforward, normal Halloween Michael Myers Oh, they did something different. They they really, they really did. Um, IMDB and the the voices online tell tell us that they did something different. Because this is the one they hate the most. Yeah. And the hate is still going on now. And it's it's being out now for what? Two, three weeks? Yeah, a couple of weeks before before Halloween it came out, didn't it? So, yeah. So it's over a month, isn't it? And it's still going on. It, it starts off in a house, and you've got a, a young lad. He's babysitting a little lad. So the parents leave the house, and the babysitter is a guy called Corey. And uh, interestingly, the film they're watching on the telly, it's, it's at Halloween again, and they're watching John Carpenter's 1982 version of The Thing. So a bit of a nod, a bit of a nod there to the there original one, and and then yeah. bringing it full circle. So uh, the little lad then he 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 plays hide and seek in the house, a massive house, and uh, the babysitter Corey he's like little shit, where are you? But he's hunting around the house tr- trying to find him. He is a little bastard. He though, is a little bitch, yeah yeah, <laughs> and uh, he finds himself upstairs in the attic, and little. The little shit locks him in, shuts the door, locks him in the, in this room. So Corey then he starts to panic. I'm not sure. I can't think on if he hears the parents arrive back as they pull up outside, and he's he then starts to kick at the door to get it to open. Now he kicks it that hard, the door flies open. The little the little tyke, God bless him, is stood right behind the door. So the door swings open. It hits him in the face and knocks him over the balcony. Well, the, parents have, the parents have come home at this point, haven't they? So they hear him, Open, let are. me out, you little bastard, or I'll kill you. He kicks the door. Now, the guy, Corey, yeah. he's a really nice guy. He's, he's kind of set up to be a really nice he guy. Is. But he, he gets a bit frustrated. Yeah. He says this, they hear that, and then... <laughs> and then little Johnny, he throws a seven. It must, it must be three flights. It's got to be three or four flights. Straight down, wham, and he, he hits that floor, and he ain't getting up. You do see him hit the floor from a kind of obscure angle, but enough to see him bounce oh. and blood fly everywhere in a very peculiar oh, way. Yeah, he's there's there's bits that shouldn't be bent that way. That yeah. should be there. Yeah, that was I'm like, oh my so word, second, that's second kid killing three films, proving us wrong what we said before. So we do talk bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, moving on. So then um, he's arrested, and then he becomes because, as it transpires, there's no Michael. Michael has well, this is years later. Isn't since... it? We're talking quite a. This is a good few years after after the last film. Michael's no more. So Corey then takes over the role of the Michael, but he's he's now classed as the the child killer, the new child killer, and he. He's he's struggling to find a job. He's no one no one likes him. 
Which is a shame because he's a likable guy. Yeah, it was an accident, wasn't it? And he you gets know. picked on. And this this is it. He doesn't just turn. He doesn't just yeah. turn into the next Michael Myers. It's over a period of time. Not like Anakin Skywalker in um, that that Star Wars film where one minute he's happy clappy, next thing he's. So you blanked it from your it's blanked it from the memory your memory, haven't you? Because he's <laughs> he's killing kids <laughs> with lightsabers, and it happens on the turn of a die. No, you. You're right, mate. It's gradual. It's good. It's it's bad <laughs> in that he turns bad, but how it happens is good. It's, it's good storytelling. It's it's good. You you're gonna get from this, folks, that we both liked yeah. this film. I liked. Now you thought differently, didn't you? You thought I was gonna absolutely hate this. I did. I thought you were gonna bloody hate it. I really did. But uh, I was I was pleasantly no, surprised because the, the the reason being, I think they tried to do something different. And again, now I'll yeah. come on to this later on. I think they've got it slight. They have got it wrong, but um, I'll cover that in a bit. But with this one, that yeah, they could have. There's not much killing in this. Now this is this is the swan song of Michael Myers. Realistic. Well, it, it won't be. They'll reboot it. But this is the swan song of Michael Myers. Realistically, so people wanted a lot more killing. There isn't a lot of killing in this that Michael Myers does. And he well, and Corey bumps you know, into it, Michael Myers by accident. Michael Myers is living in a sewer at this point. Well, not really doing very much to be fair. He's just trying to keep alive, right. and he's a very he's an old weak yeah. man at this point. But there's a point where they they kind of bump into each other because he gets Corey gets thrown off this bridge by these bullies and what have you. And he gets attacked by um, a homeless person, and then he he ends up killing the homeless person. But it um, in in defence, and it, it starts to trigger this change in him, doesn't it? Essentially, and it's this where if someone is pushed mm. hard enough, anyone can become the monster. And in this film, a nice guy becomes a monster, and then he becomes essentially Michael Myers's drug dealer he kept he brings people to him to make michael myers stronger that it's 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 leading up to is Corey the new michael myers and the the town needs a michael myers it's been michael myers is part of the fabric of haddonfield for that long they can't function without him so with no michael they need a replacement it needs it and Corey, um, who is played by Rowan Campbell, we should mention him. We've mentioned him a number of times, so we might as well mention him. Yeah. Uh, Rowan Campbell, he, he thinks he is the next Michael Myers. And he steals, he escapes from he said, Michael, takes the mask and does a runner and then goes on a killing spree of his own. He does. Essentially, killing the people that have wronged him. He does. He kills um, 10 people in this one. Uh, Michael kills three. <laughs> and that's where the hate comes um, yeah. from a lot of people. <laughs> IMDb gave him five Rotten Tomatoes. Critics thought it was forty. Gave it forty percent. Another squashed tomato. You know, uh, but the, but what, the what do people the want? Paying public, paying public thought the same. Fifty-seven percent. What do people want? I've got I've got two rants here. You're going to get them both. What do you want? Some kind of geriatric battle royale between two pensioners? Because essentially that's what they are. Laurie Strode, pensioner. Michael Myers, pensioner. Michael's older than bloody... I know he's a fictional character, but he's older than Laurie. What do you want, people? Fucking hell. They're old. But, but to play devil's advocate there, though, Michael Myers is 
also he's he's beyond a human being. Let's be honest. And they do kind of hint at this that he's got some kind of supernatural power yeah, but within the film. Because even when yeah, he kill in this last film, when he kills them, when he kills the he kill he does the first kill again, you see him kind of grow yeah, and become that's, powerful that was and strong so on again. The fucking nose, though, come on, you know, Christ. But my second one is, God forbid, someone try to do something fucking different. These are the same people who, oh fucking hell. Another reboot. Oh, good God. Another fucking rehash. Yeah. Oh, we want original. We want original stories. Why can't we have something original? Someone does something original, slightly different. Why is it the same as the others? We want it. We want more. We want it exactly that. If you want the same, like what my good old mate Ash said earlier, fuck off and watch four, five, and six. Piss off. Watch Friday the fucking 13th. That's twice, folks. He said that I am right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up now. Watch The Terrifier. If you want to watch that. Last last time I checked, the film's called Halloween, not Michael fucking Myers. There you go. He's a character in a film called Halloween. That's it. Now, I, I do think that they have got it a little bit wrong. Because I, I was thinking, after watching them all again, I was thinking about this. And, cause, and, and what triggered it was the... The scene at the end of Halloween ends, because in this film, I'm going to spoil it, everybody. If you don't want to know what happens, he fucking dies. <laughs> he gets killed, right? Yeah, and then but what they then one. do is they they parade his body around the town um, on the top of a car and then throw it into a into a grinder at at the at the dump. But what I didn't get, or the refuge tip, if you're listening in America. But that parading around the town, it just seemed out of place. It seemed more in place in Halloween Kills in the middle one. And that got me thinking, mm. right? I think they've got the films in the wrong order. And I think they've got a better reception because of it if they switch things around. So just kind of bear with me on this one, okay. right? Okay. So the films start with Halloween, obviously, the original one. Fine and dandy. Move on to 2018 film. Um, they burn him alive. You still have the firefighters go into the house. He still escapes and murders an absolute whole brigade full of firefighters. Or, as we now know them as, fire people. Fire people. But then, jump to Halloween ends. But, change some of the things around. I think I know where you're going. Okay, so bear with me. Yeah. She goes to hospital yeah. to, to get a, a wound done up. But, in the meantime, Michael is still pretty... Fucked battered up, to yeah. shit, fucked up. Yeah. So he then goes back and kind of recuperated his in his in his little bunker in the sewers. In the sewers, right. And then you go forward in time. She's writing a book. She's moved on. Everyone's happy, you know. Not, so you miss out the recuperation part in the hospital. She is getting over the fact that he's he's gone. He's she's caught him. She's writing the book about it. Life's moved on. Yeah. Her daughter still has to be alive at this point. Obviously, Karen can't be dead. Karen has to still be alive. It was a meaningless death anyway, so it, it, it wouldn't make much difference. So Karen's alive. Her daughter's alive. Alison's alive. So and then so, but Alison starts dating Corey. Corey becomes this killer. Good storyline. Nothing wrong with it. He he finds Michael in the sewers. Obviously, old Michael finds him, drags him into the sewers. Um, they begin this symbiotic relationship of the of these kills. Michael becomes stronger. The big battle in this one uh, is between yeah. Corey yeah. and the daughter. Mm. 
you know, you might be seeing where I'm going with this now. The Corey and the daughter, and then at the end of the film, Michael's completely rejuvenated because he's he's become strong again. Now kill one of them, kill kill the daughter if you want to kill Karen, mm. make it meaningful, then have Halloween kills follow on mm. straight away from from Halloween ends. Then now, so Laurie's now not stabbed. Because Laurie was stabbed in the first one. Yeah, yeah. She spent the whole of the second film recuperating because she can't do anything. Which is good, actually. Because actually they treated it realistically. But in not good in a, in a kind of Laurie yeah. Stroud story sort of way. So now she's moved on. So Laurie can now fight. So then you turn it into the mob mentality of the hunt for Michael Myers. And then at the end, so you go through all of that. Go back to the big scene at the end of Halloween Kills where the big mob's there. Film it properly. So it's like they all kind of bum rush him and he fights his way through and he's pretty much beat them all. They're all cowering. Laurie comes out and finishes him. Then yeah. parade him through the streets. Because that, that, that kind of fits with that mob big the yeah. mob mentality bit in, in that film. And that, there's your big ending. So Michael gets the big fight. Because in, in Halloween Kills, he kills 31 people. And he kills, he goes on a rampage. You get all of that rampage. You get all the good, mm. cool kills and all the rest of it for the gore hounds and all that sort of business. You get the big face off at the end. Bang. Oh, all go back to the Winchester and have a pint. Everyone's <laughs> happy. <laughs> that's the order it should be in. That was a bit of a convoluted explanation, but that's the order it should be in. Then, so then you get the rise of Michael, the return of Michael Myers. The, the fall of Michael Myers, the rise of Michael Myers, and the end. And that, that's a better kind of story narrative beat. I wonder if they'd do that if they ever did like... Because on a Blu-ray, you could throw all those three, three films on a Blu-ray. You do the branching off thing where there'll be an option on, on a menu, Ashes Trilogy, and it'll be like, go for that, and you go... Bruh, 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 bruh. Give it me, I'll re-edit it for you. There you go. And Is it done yet? Well... <laughs> It's done. I've done it. I've released it. You can you can get it on all your streaming services um, next Halloween. Oh, cool. So, there you go. See? And on that slice of fried gold, we better end it there then, eh? <laughs> so, if you fancy a bit more diabolical film banter, then like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast. And then we'll catch you on the next episode. Also, if you can actually stand listening to us talking bollocks about film. Maybe you could even give us a bit of a write-up, a bit of a review. You could get something off your chest and even, we may even, reply to any questions that you send us. We might even do it in the show. Could do. If they're good. You can find us on your local friendly neighbourhood podcast app and on all the interwebs. Just search for the Diabolical Film Show. So that just leaves it for me to say thanks for listening and catch you later. And from me, till next time, happy bye. Bye.